across the UK. Overnight with Martin Kelman. There is a place I'd give the world to see Where the music's softly playing And the rhythm's gently swaying Underneath the stars in a million bars Guitars are softly saying Mexico You've got to be in so much to see in Mexico that's where we're going now, to uh, Campeche in Mexico, where our uh, good friend uh, John Bonfilio uh, will guide us through some of the news from uh, Latin America. Uh, John, thanks uh, ever so much for joining us. No problem at all. A very good evening to you. Good evening to you too. Um, I've, uh, I'm afraid I've failed in finding uh, some music by the famous Cuban cabaret singer Juana Bacaldeo. Uh, Bacalao, is that how do you how do you pronounce it? Bacalao, which also bizarrely is uh, is the word in Spanish for salted cod. Oh really? Oh, well, it's Juana salted cod. Bacalao, bacalao. Um, but it. I've um, yeah, I, it was at the, at the bottom of your list, and I've <laughs> I've forgotten to find it. You've um, deleted. You've deleted it. No, I'm not deleting. I'm sure I'd love to listen to a Cuban cabaret singer. Um, and sadly, we, we lost her this week. That's maybe true. while we're talking, I'll have a look and see if I can, uh, see if I can find it. Or maybe, maybe John, who's uh, with us, uh, this evening can find. Do you think you could do that for us, John? Just so we get an example when we talk about her. Already on the uh, case. Oh, good man. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, meanwhile, meanwhile, in uh, other news, <laughs> In other news, let's just read this word for word. The ex-president of Brazil is being investigated for harassing a whale. Not just any whale, but a humpback whale. This is uh, Jair Bolsonaro. Tell me uh, about this harassment case. As if uh, news headlines featuring our favourite maverick ex-Brazilian president couldn't get weirder and weirder. Um, he's had some weeks. He's recently had close aides arrested on espionage charges himself under investigation for the insurrection that took place in January last year. He's even had his passport confiscated as he's considered a flight risk. And if that wasn't enough, he's now also being investigated, as you say, for harassing this uh, humpback whale last year. He was called into a formal police interview on Tuesday with federal officers in Sao Paulo. And this relates to a video which was taken in June last year, apparently, in which a man on a jet ski approaches a whale off the coast of Sao Paulo, recording the whole thing on his phone. And then it's only emerged just now that the man, it seems, was in fact the ex-Brazilian president, Jair Bolsonaro. Many, right. many similarities, uncannily so, in the life and professional trajectory with uh, Donald Trump. So I'm left wondering, can we expect a similar charge to be leveled at, uh, at our favorite, uh, our favorite Donald in the next few weeks? I'd like to see that headline. Yes, well, that would be, that'd get even more publicity than uh, Jean Bolsonaro. Presumably just harassing the whale because of the noise and going too close to the, uh, to the whale. Yeah, there is a Brazilian law, uh, which actually exists in, in many countries in terms of wild animals, but the, specifically the Brazilian law states that you have to keep a 100 metre distance uh, from whales and cetaceans, so dolphins and, and the like. And uh, Bolsonaro on his jet ski, that was within 15 metres of the whale following it around, videoing it. Uh, the extreme end of the punishment here uh, means that he could get, if he's convicted, 
two to five years in prison. It's uh, more likely he's going to get a slap on the wrist and a fine, but it is certainly taken uh, seriously there and has made a huge splash, of course, because yeah. people who don't like Bolsonaro, which is 50% of Brazil, say that, of course, this was a terrible act of uh, negligence to nature. And the other half of Brazil say that this continues the, again, similarities with Trump, the political witch hunt that their favourite leader is suffering. Right. And when you say a huge splash, is that pun intended or uh, is it just an accident? Um, I, I'm going to take credit for it because it's your show, Martin. <laughs> so you. we can't leave any pun uh, unclaimed, I think. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Tell me the latest on the cocaine hippos. Uh, we've talked about these uh, quite a few times. Um, well, you, you can tell us, tell us a story and what, what the latest is. Yeah, the strange, we, we, uh, for anybody who new to your show who hasn't heard us talk about this before, these are the hippos belonging to Pablo Escobar, the most famous, infamous Colombian drug lord of the 80s and 90s. And he, as with many other drug lords, had a thing for exotic species, and he kept hippopotamuses. And because, of course, he sold a lot of cocaine, they were then named cocaine uh, hippos. Bizarrely, there is a film out at the moment called Bebe, a docudrama told from the perspective of one of these uh, hippos, and it's been doing the rounds of international film festivals to uh, to varying uh, reception. And Pepe, the, the star of the film in his in in his name, is this five-ton heavyweight creature with a speed of over 20 miles an hour. And despite being one of the deadliest animals on the planet, it tries to tell his story um, in this what is can only be described as a really unusual film, which I think some people might suggest is best interpreted in and watched in a sort of altered state of consciousness, perhaps the kind of altered state of consciousness that Pablo himself would be proud of. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not, I mean, the, the actual hippo itself is not taking, because there was a film called Cocaine Bear, which um, was about a, a, a bear that uh, was taking cocaine. The hippos, they're called cocaine hippos because they uh, belong to Pablo Escobar, not because they were taking cocaine like the bear. No, the, the the hippo does not have a penchant for for the white powdery stuff. No. Right. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, now the um, dengue fever, which we've talked about recently quite a bit as well, especially uh, you know when you uh, were suffering from it. Uh, tell me what the latest is on that. Yeah, well, we, we've covered it a fair, fair bit. It's only gone and gotten and continues to get worse. Cases in Mexico are absolutely exploding. Remarkably, three quarters of the cases are actually in the state of Guerrero in the southwest of the country, which may seem strange. But actually, this relates to the fact that Acapulco is the biggest city in the state. And of course, it's still reeling from the hurricane of, of a few months ago, still struggling to get itself back up on its feet. Little support outside of the tourist center. So ongoing poor sanitation and access to health and really, really struggling. Uh, and of course, this is across the region. But the other big news story is that Peru has declared a, a health emergency it's in most of its provinces and cases are twice as high now as this time uh, last year. It is undoubtedly a serious regional problem and it is, uh, it seems to be getting completely out of hand. Wow. Um, moving from that on to, well, you keep us updated on that because, uh, I mean, it's not... Uh, uh, it's not necessarily fatal. It certainly wasn't with you. Um, and most people, it's not, is it? But uh, it does cause some deaths. It is a shame, I think, that there isn't a conspiracy theory out there that, that thinks that I have died from dengue <laughs> and that, that uh, the current me 
he's an imposter. Uh, no, it, it, if you get hemorrhagic dengue, it can be really serious and it can lead uh, to death. But you basically need uh, decent medical treatment. And of course, as with COVID, part of the problem is with the sheer number of cases that are emerging at the moment, it is um, uh, health services in Latin America, which are perhaps not the, be not the best equipped anyway, are really struggling. Yeah. Uh, looking at sport now, um, Sevens Rugby, very exciting. If you're not uh, that keen on the uh, full 15-a-side uh, game because there isn't enough scoring, there certainly is in Sevens Rugby. Uh, Argentina, pretty hot at this, uh, at this brand of rugby union. They really are. Remember, remember when the All Blacks used to dominate the international Sevens tournaments and then Fiji came in with their flair and pizzazz mm. and, of course, Waisali Sarevi, the magician, well, now the emerging global force in Rugby Sevens is, remarkably, Argentina. They just won the Canada Sevens uh, last weekend, beating New Zealand in the final. Third consecutive tournament in this uh, Sevens World Series um, that has been taking place for a few years. And they currently top the global standings by a clear margin. It moves to Los Angeles uh, this weekend. But uh, it is difficult to look beyond uh, the current sustained brilliance of Los Pumas. Los Pumas, yeah, absolutely. Um, now, the uh, the good news... Oh, yeah, somebody did get in touch with me this week to say uh, Cruz Azul, which you were mentioning is you, your team, uh, they're now... Um, they're doing very well, aren't they, in the uh, in the Mexican League? Well, they were, they were doing very well until we bigged them up last yeah, week, and then they only went and lost to arch-rivals America, uh, one nil away from home. Now in second place, they've been leapfrogged by... Monterrey, remarkably, at the top of the Mexican League at the moment, uh, there are nine teams within five points of each other at the top of the table. To the extent that if results go a particular way this weekend, sixth place, Toluca, could be top of the table um, this time on Monday. Cruz Azul are home to Guadalajara, also another arch rival uh, this time tomorrow. So uh, for you insomniacs, Malaysians and elderly gentlemen with prostate issues, happy yes. co-inhabitors co of the Kelniverse, I think you should get out there and organise your Liga MX TV streaming packages, get your Cruz Azul scarf and shirt on and tweet photos to at Martin Kellner. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to see some of those. Um, but somebody did write to me about Cruz Azul saying that, because uh, you, you know, you mentioned it was named after the uh, cement company. Uh, mm -hmm. And there is a, a brand of cement in the UK uh, called Blue Circle Cement. It was yours, yours was Blue Cross Cement, wasn't it? Cruz Azul. It, it is Blue Cross Cement. I mean, they could be related or, or differently branded. I know that Cruz Azul Cement was once upon a time available in the UK. Mm. I don't know if it, if it still is, but I will, I will look it up and see. Yeah, if anybody in the, in the Kelniverse in the UK can take a photo of Cruz Azul Cement, uh, that definitely wins a Cruz Azul scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, yeah, so we're always very interested in cement and concrete, the two of our top uh, top topics here. So we'd love to know. And the really good news is uh, John Hearn, bless him, has um, has found some uh, Joanna Bacal Bacalao, um, who's died this week. Um, a famous Cuban cabaret singer, you tell me, John. Um, unique yep. Latin sass and a you horse would, you would, you would, you probably, I mean, I'm sure lots of people haven't heard of her, but the key thing here is that she, she's died age 98. And right. not only was she a, you know, unique voice and everything, but she was performing right up until her death. She performed back in the day with the likes of Nat King Cole and 
get this, was a professional singer before the Cuban Revolution. Unique, mm. irreverent, always surprising. But as, as we'll hear from the, uh, from the track, I think a completely unique voice. Uh, she said recently that she would never retire. I will only stop once death comes for me. Ring any bells, Martin? <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, that's what we'll do. We'll play the uh, we'll play the track that uh, John and this will be new to me as well, so that's interesting. Uh, we'll play the track that uh, John's uh, picked out for us. Meanwhile, uh, John, thanks uh, ever so much. Do appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk again uh, next week. No problem. Speak soon. And here she is, famous Cuban cabaret singer, Juana Bacalao. If you like a woman who rolls her eyes, uh, there was one for you. Um, I'll get to try and pronounce her name right. For, I'm getting very Alan Brazil with these uh, pronunciations. Joana Bacayo. Bacayo, that would be it. Joana Bacayo. And um, there she was. See, I mean, I have no idea what she was singing, but it did have that unique uh, Cuban sass uh, to it. Uh, still to come.